Hi guys, welcome to the Powerful AF Podcast. My name is Bracey Dutton and I share on the internet how I healed my food addiction by ditching toxic thoughts and ingredients. This podcast is all about empowering you with the knowledge to get on the other side of food addiction. A lot of it has to do with food and a lot more of it has to do with healing our mindset. We'll talk about healing trauma, getting rid of those nasty limiting beliefs that are holding us back and how to fully step into your power and own your life. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, keep listening. All right, guys, I tested this audio before I got started. Not the best, but not the worst. I'm on my morning walk, and today's Thursday, and I want to post podcast recordings on Thursdays. I have not had an interview or a chat with anyone for this episode, but I want to get an episode out today. It means a lot to me. So you're going to come with me on my morning walk, and what are we going to chat about? Maybe we should talk about the magical freedom that comes with not giving a shit what people think. I see this showing up for people constantly. You know, when I ask what's holding you back from really going all in on your healing journey, on your health journey, on eating healthy and clean and all of that stuff, I get a couple different answers. I get... It's too expensive. I get, I don't have the time to prepare my meals or I don't have the energy to prepare my meals because I spend so much time at work, taking care of my kids, etc. But something else that I get a lot and that I know for sure is holding people back because it was for me is this intense, intense need and desire to be liked and accepted. And this is nothing new. Humans are wired and designed to want to fit in with a crowd. It's built into our safety mechanisms. You know, we we were designed to be in packs, in communities, in um, circles, social circles. But here's what we were not designed for. We were not designed for sharing our life so openly on the internet. We were not designed to see other people's lives shared so openly on the internet. We were not designed to be so excluded from our communities. You know, we're growing up used to, like, people lived with their family so like babies were born into a family unit where they not only had the parents they had the grandparents and the aunts and uncles and the cousins etc and it's really hard to raise children without that unit i'm speaking from (laughs) experience and i willingly have chosen to live separately from my family unit because that is what is best for me in my current journey of life, but it doesn't make it any less difficult. And children 
aren't necessarily getting what they need. Babies aren't getting what they need because we can't possibly give them what they need all on our own. And most of us probably also didn't get what we needed. So it's this interesting dynamic where we are as disconnected as we ever have been while being more connected than we ever have been. So we're disconnected from our family units and the people who nature intended us to be close with. And then we're disconnected with thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of strangers on the internet. And I'm grateful for the internet and social media because it has allowed me to reach more people than I could ever reach locally, right? But when we're constantly watching other people's lives and when we know that people are watching our lives, it causes this sort of almost like chronic fear or chronic awareness that we're always being watched and judged and people and a lot of times we're even making this up like people actually aren't paying as much attention to us as we think they are um because that's something else like our human brain mechanism is designed to always be watching for danger right because we have been wired for survival so in the current day and age there's not many lions or bears or tigers out to get us there is aunt karen worried about what we're doing or our moms worried about what we're doing or our friends worried about what we're doing or the strangers on the internet that were worried what they think. So let me paint a picture for you how this shows up in someone's healing journey. So you finally decide that you want to start eating healthy. You want to lose weight. You want to feel better, whatever it is. And this is probably not the first time you have made this decision. And you go to the grocery store and you buy all the healthy stuff and you maybe meal prep some meals and you plan out your meals for the week and you're feeling so good. You go on your morning walk or you go to the gym and you're eating healthy. You're packing your lunches for work and your um, co-workers are asking, oh, what are you eating? Because normally you eat takeout with them. So every single time you are asked, hey, do you want to get some some food from this restaurant we're ordering for lunch today? The first time you might say no because you're feeling pretty confident. A couple days later, hey, we're ordering from this restaurant. Do you want some? You pause. Man, do I really want some. That sounds so good. What you think to yourself? No, I'm good. I'm going to eat the food that I brought. I have to eat this food. I'm on a diet. And they say, oh, you sure? You sure? We can just get you something. No, I'm fine. Next week, you've been eating the same food for seven days now. (laughs) You are feeling tired of the food, but you're proud of yourself because you stuck it out for a week. 
You get to work Monday morning and there's donuts on the table. Then what? Right? <laughs> donuts are your weakness. And everyone is having one. So why wouldn't you have one? This is our human biology, guys. When we are choosing not to have that donut when everyone else was, our ego, our wiring, our human design is telling you, what are you doing? Everyone around you, your unit, your community, your tribe, they're eating the donut. You have to eat the donut to survive. And that's even kind of getting me a little bit emotional because we constantly beat ourselves up because we think that we have willpower problems or we think something's wrong with us or that we're just weak. No, guys, what we're doing is we're fighting against our human design and it's hard. Of course it's hard. But here's the thing. This is not a message about eat the donuts so that you can survive. Like, we have to retrain our minds. And it's so possible. Science proves that we can. We can rewire our brains. So instead of needing to eat the donut to survive, we train our brains that we need to choose foods that make us feel good to survive. And we train our brains that, no, 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 we're actually safe. It's okay, we're safe. I understand that you're trying to protect me because my human biology says that I need to make sure that I do what the crowd does, what the tribe does to survive, to ensure my survival. But that's not what's happening here. I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna be okay if I don't eat the donut, right? So that's the thing. And every single time, that we stick to that higher part of us, that higher knowing, that higher self, that connection with God and spirituality. That is not what is telling us to eat the donut, by the way. <laughs> it's our ego. It's like that reptilian brain. Um, there really are two sides. There's the connection with the divine with God, with the spiritual realm. And then there is the ego, which is just the straight up part of our brain that is meant to keep us alive and to keep us safe. And we need that side of our brain in certain situations, but not when the whole office is eating donuts. I really hope this makes sense to you guys. And this shows up. So like, let's continue the story. You. Let's say you fight the urge to have the donut. Maybe you have the donut. Something really important is that if you have the donut, you're not beating yourself up for having the donut. You have the donut and you move on, right? And you eat your healthy lunch. You eat your healthy dinner. You go to sleep. But let's say we fast forward to Saturday morning and you're invited to a family function. And this is where things really get tricky because there's desserts and there's hot dogs and burgers and chips and soda. And you are like, if you are experiencing food addiction, this is like an alcoholic walking into a bar. 
So you have two things working against you here. You have the chemical addiction, you have the behavioral addiction, and you have the need, need to fit in with the tribe. So this is where it gets interesting, and this is where most people say, fuck it. Because we are designed to prioritize our tribe, and fighting against that addiction is hard enough as it is, and you're asking yourself to go against your human biology. So this is the type of work we do in the community because do I ever expect you to not go to family functions? Hell no. But you also have a decision to make because if you go there without a plan, you are 100% going to eat the food or, or you're going to not eat the food and you're going to be so stressed and anxious and worrying about X, Y, and Z that you're just going to go home and binge anyways. Right? Am I right? I mean, who is shaking their head right now? So that's why planning, planning, this magical thing called planning ahead can save us. And you guys know I'm only talking to the people who want so badly to free themselves from this addiction, from feeling like a slave to food. Because you go there not wanting to eat those foods because you know how they make you feel and what's on the other side of eating those foods. But when you find yourself in that environment without a plan, you become a subject of the environment. It's, and that's just what it is. And if you're beating yourself up thinking you don't have the willpower or something's wrong with you, no, again, you're fighting against your human biology. So what are some things that you can do? For me personally, <laughs> I didn't go to as many functions because I didn't have the confidence. I didn't have the willpower, I guess we'll use that word, to say no to those people because I was so, so concerned with what they were going to think of me. That has always been one of my biggest roadblocks personally is living my life in a certain way so that I could please others and make sure that I was liked and that I wouldn't get in trouble and so that I could avoid confrontation. And I think this is something else that's really important to start to piece your puzzle together. Like, if you experience this, what is it? What's at the root of it? Why? Why is this so deep-rooted in you, this need to be liked and accepted other than the human biology that we talked about? For me, it was the constant chaos that went down in my home. Um, because of my family dynamic, I developed a deep, deep, deep rooted fear of confrontation because anytime confrontation was present in the home, it was scary and it felt dangerous. So my brain said, oh no, confrontation, scary. 
we must avoid confrontation, right? And I grew up in a dynamic where the family was super concerned about what others thought about the family. So I noticed that we acted and, you know, acted a certain way so that we could quote unquote, keep up with the Joneses, you know? So not only is our, our, so then there's no fault to my parents, right? Because that's our human design. Our human design is do what you need to do to fit in with the crowd. But it also can kind of fuck with a kid's head or with anyone's head when your higher self, you're disconnected from it because you're constantly trying to fit in over here. So you're going against what your heart's telling you to do so that you can keep your ego safe. And I would say this is, this is the single thing, the one thing that is keeping us sick is the disconnection from that higher part of us. We have been living out of ego for centuries. So when we can tune in to what our heart is saying with what we know, we know in the depths of our soul all the time, what is the right thing? Because anytime you find yourself looking outside of you for what the right thing is, it's never, ever, ever the right thing. So I invite you guys to really start deepening that connection with yourself and listening to it and reminding your body that you are safe if you don't do what Aunt Karen wants you to do or if you don't do what your coworkers are doing. And guess what? You're not doing it alone. Your higher self is over there saying, yes, yes, yes. Like you said, this is what you want. We've got you. We're here for you. We're supporting you. You're not in this alone. And let that ego stay over there and keep you safe. We need that ego to stay alive. But we do not need it right now when we're on this healing journey because it will only hold you back from the healing. And let me tell you guys, it has been a journey for me to release this because it is deep rooted and embedded in me this deep need to be liked and to be accepted i have gone against my knowing my heart's desires for my whole life up until the past couple years and it's been tough i've i've disconnected from certain people i don't hang out with certain people anymore because i just don't fit into that tribe And you know what's happening when I'm stepping fully, fully in to who I am, my true authentic self, I'm connecting with people. Who truly love me and accept me. And I've never had that until now. Guys, this is the important work that you get to do. And guess what? This is why I created a community. This is exactly why 
I have the private Facebook group and I do coaching and we do the group support calls every week because you do not have to do this alone. Stop trying or stop trying to make other people understand. You will drive yourself insane trying to make them understand, guys. They might come to it on their own, but you trying to force them to understand is just going to like drive you deeper into that disconnection because your higher self would never tell you to go try to convince them to accept you. I myself have begged and pleaded for certain people in my life to just love me the way that I am. And when I made the decision to stop doing that, that's when my life really started. So that's it. <laughs> I was not planning to get emotional, but I really hope this spoke to some of you guys. And I know the audio is not great. I hope you guys can listen past that. Um, I might do what I can to see if I can fix it. But um, that message obviously came from my heart. And if you ever want support, please know our community is open. It's a safe space to be you. And you will be accepted no matter what you say. No matter what you're going through, no matter what you're experiencing, we may not be experiencing the exact same thing, but I sure as hell can tell you that we'll never tell you that you're bad or wrong or that you should be a different way or that you should just be this way or that way. We're going to say, what do you want? Okay, we'll help you get there. And I also do the one-on-one -on -one support calls because I'm, I'm just, this is my life's work, guys. This is my passion. I love talking to you guys and helping you uncover these things because I can see it from a different angle than you. You're in it. You're inside of it. And I'm not. So I can see the full picture for you. Can I fix it? No. But guess what? I can help you see things that you might not see because you're the only one that can do it. The only reason other people are placed on your path is to help you realize and know and discover all of the answers that are already within you. And I could not have been here now where I am without those sort of mentors in my life. People telling me what they saw. And it took me being vulnerable and real and raw and saying, I'm struggling, I need help. So I'll put all the info down below in the show notes. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please leave a review or let me know, message me on Instagram and let me know what you think of the podcast. We have a lot of exciting guests coming up um, that I'm so excited for. Um, you know, my forte is this stuff, the emotional stuff, obviously. And I really am grateful that I get to bring in other people 
who are experts on other things that I'm also super passionate about, like the food industry and the cosmetics industry and other sort of personal development coaches will have on talking about self-sabotage and all or nothing. So much good stuff coming up, guys. So I'm for real going to sign off now. I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day wherever you are right now. And we will talk again soon. I honor you. I love you. And goodbye.